Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I found it. I found it funnier than you rerunning it back again, if that's an answer to it. Oh, I think that was real. It was real. I felt like it was genuine. Yeah. I felt like it was genuine because the dude really told Magic Johnson, hey, brother, I'm open on the outside here. You got to hit me for three instead of John just getting a layup. He told Magic Johnson that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what you do. You tell Magic to get me the ball. I can actually see you doing that. Not to Magic. To, to, to almost everybody else, sure. I think I'd take my pass on Was magic. Mike Conley? Oh, yeah. I don't care about Mike Conley. Conley. Never, I, I never had a Mike Conley poster on my wall as a kid. That's why I kind of went Mike Conley. <laughs> yeah. Still a respected yeah, NBA player, but he's you fine. say to yourself, yeah, that's different. I had I had Magic. I had Jam Session, which was actually a Michael Thompson poster, believe it or not. I think I've told you that before. Jam there, Session? There was this... Um, Told you mine. Poster of all of these basketball players, like at a at a, at a court in Venice Beach, like yep. playing pickup ball, and they were all lined up, and it was all the Nike guys, mm. and it was all the Nike guys in like 1981 or two. Yeah, and I didn't even know it at the time. Michael was of course in Michael's it. in it. Michael was in it, so I had a Michael Thompson, a George Brett, and a Reggie Jackson. So yeah, I would I would not have uh, I would not have said anything to Magic, but I would have said something to uh, Mike Conley. I had sure. Vlade representing Marlboro Lights. <laughs> you maybe get those those points where you can send in and get the free jacket, right? <laughs> the, the the cozy or whatever it is. I told you the the Pepsi one, right? The documentary on Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. That's, same idea. It was all about the points. And you, you you didn't want the jet. You wanted the Vlade poster. I wanted the you dartboard. Smoking Winston's just to get the. Uh, I Vlade think I dartboard. I think I really was playing for a dartboard. I'm not kidding. Yeah, my dad had the convenience store. My dad, every time you guys get cases in, just cut it out. Cut the Pepsi out. Let me get this uh, Get this dartboard. Were, were, thought... were you an aspiring darts thrower? Is that something that you really were hoping to no, go pro in or something? I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. I'm like, I could have a dartboard at age 12. I'm like, I'm on my way. What an odd thing to want. <laughs> I mean, I like darts are dart, fun. It is yeah, fun, fun, but they're fun when you're like 20 and half drunk in a bar. Like just being in your room throwing Who darts says by I was yourself. Half drunk, watching Sedale and Nick Van Exel. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I thought that uh, Chris was bringing up this story to either own up to the story or say Scotty Pippen esque and say like, oh, if I was in that game, young, I would have done this. A, a young Scotty Pippen, please. Oh, right. Not, yes, not yes. Scotty Pippen esque, but <laughs> rather a young Scotty Pippen. And by the way, he played Adele. I thought I thought Adele was just for the rams it's for anybody that loses yeah but didn't i say because he's done it for the dodgers but he's done it for the rams he's done it for the lakers i think i asked one time if i could get whitney houston for the lakers right like can i i know it i know this isn't a jukebox but can i get can i get a different artist so that adele is just for you and the rams 
And then I could brand the Lakers' losses with a different unbelievable it last year, my dude. When Rams were good and it was the Lakers yeah. were bad, it started last year. It's been year. there for the Dodgers, too. It's Let's not adapt. Sp- it's, it's losing. It's sadness. It's despair. Well, no, wait, wait. It's, <laughs> Listen. It's knowing that your team blew an opportunity to do something cool. It's Chris is a misery prophet. Can I at least get the artist I like with a, a different sad no, song? No, that's the whole point. You just have to take the misery as it comes, and that's what makes I know him Chris so happy. enough. He might, he might throw a Whitney Houston one of these know. days. But now that he knows that's what you want, you're less likely to get it. You just <laughs> yeah. got to kind of hope that it happens. I should have kept my mouth shut. You probably should have. It was, it was oh, such buddy. a weird night. It was such because game starts and it kind of looks like it's going to go the way you think it's going to go. Celtics get out to 10, 12 point, 15 point lead. And it Third just quarter kinda, down 20. Kind of just sits there yeah. for most of the night and it's okay. This is not going to go the way. And then all of a sudden. It just they get sizzling hot. The I, the Celtics go ice cold. The Lakers are making everything. And Slee, there was a moment with about I guess maybe you probably remember better than I did, about six yes. minutes or so when Westbrook got the breakaway dunk, slams it. They call timeout. I yep. think they were up twelve or thirteen. Yeah, the Lakers something like were that. something like that. About six minutes to go, give or take. Yeah, around you, there. You felt like not only are the Lakers going to win, they're mm-hmm. going to run them off the court mm-hmm. because they they outscored them. I think it was I, I got thirty three to six. At can one I point. can I give you these stats here sure. real quick? There's just because it almost felt like it was three different games within the same game, okay? Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Celtics, clutch points put this up yesterday. Celtics' biggest lead was 20 in the third quarter, all right? Lakers outscored the Celtics 41-9 to and led by 13 with three minutes and 43 seconds left in the game. Yikes. Okay? Boston then outscored the Lakers... 29 to 12 <laughs> over the final three minutes and 43 seconds plus the OT. So, in an eight minute stretch, they outscored the Lakers by 17. The Lakers, in a, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, maybe a 14 minute, 12 minute stretch, outscored the Celtics by a million? 32. Yeah. And we're left with the result of, yeah, I mentioned this to you real quick this morning, and I I, I really, really thought I was going to have this walking back to the studio. Um, look, the Lakers have been back at crypto for, it's, it's it, remember when, when, when COVID happened, first you came, first you're in Orlando, right. and then the next season starts, then there's nobody. So it's literally the media sitting there with, I can hear Braun yelling at whoever he's yelling Super at, okay? Weird incredibly odd yeah and then all of a sudden they start kind of hey they're going to let a thousand fans back in they're going to let two thousand fans back in and yes you got and, and by the way the lakers were bad all of last year so you're not getting many games where there's a lot of juice sure. right this season starts of course all the fans are back and everything else but i'm not kidding when i tell you this the place was it reminded me pre-covid lakers had i don't know if you remember this they had a weekend right before the game stopped. And it was the Milwaukee Bucks on a Friday night. And it was Giannis coming to town. This is pre-COVID, right? Right before the, the, the league stopped. They had Giannis on a Friday night against the Bucks, And the Lakers, the year that they won a championship, the, um, the criticism towards that team was, you haven't beat anybody good. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Bucks on a Friday night. The place is rocking. On a Sunday, it's a Clippers home game. The place is rocking again. They lose to like the Nets the night after that, or something? they did, yeah, uh, almost at the buzzer or yeah. something like that. They lost in that. This is pre KD and sure. everything else, and you felt like I'm like yesterday. I'm watching the game. I'm saying to myself, I'm like, wow, this actually feels amazing. You're talking about that the the rust dunk 
The yeah. energy was, awesome. was amazing. And it's the Boston Celtics. Sure. And I know that, you know, nobody's it's not like the Lakers, this specific team and that specific Celtics team. It's still not like the they Lakers battle the each other all the time. It's still the Lakers and the Celtics. Sure. And you felt like, damn, this is an awesome freaking vibe. And then I came across the street and everything just <laughs> oh, went to hell. <laughs> So you didn't even get a chance to see it with your own eyes because you have to get back here. To well, do I saw the pose. all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you saw the maybe the Sliwa Jinx happened in reverse. Maybe you needed to stay there in person to see him get across the finish line. We had um, we had an intern last night. We did the we did the show on social, the post game show, and one of the interns, his name is Graham. Okay, so Graham is here, and Josh is here as well. So they did the whole thing, and Josh tells me, yeah, that's Graham's second game that he's been to. I'm like, cool, what's the first game that you were at? Indiana. He said the Pacers. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Graham, you were at the blowout, the Lakers blowing out the Pacers. They came back and won, and you were at the Celtics. He's like, yeah. I'm like, Graham, you're not coming to these games anymore. <laughs> Graham's barred from the building. <laughs> They're going to put his face like, at the post office where they put up the picture of Osama bin Laden where you're not allowed to, you know, get the most wanted man on earth. That Graham's going to be that guy at Crypto.com where Graham's not allowed in. You just said that Graham is like the same the same wall as Osama. Well, to Laker fans, he might be. I mean, if he, if, if they're blowing giant leads to Here's especially good Laden teams like did. the Celtics. Here's what Graham did. I mean, it was he a, was what did you Pacers say? They had a 13 point lead with three minutes to go. It's pretty bad. Three forty three left to go. It's pretty bad. Um, there's a million things that happened too for that yeah. to go that way. They, they had obviously missed free throws, which was a killer. Um, they went into prevent offense. We talk about prevent defense all the time. The Lakers started playing prevent offense. They didn't where, have an offense. That's what I mean. They just yeah. dribble out the clock till two or three seconds left and yep. have LeBron take a bad three-point shot. Russ lost his mind in overtime after getting off to a great start. He went insane and started jacking up crazy three-pointers. And for me, mm-hmm. I thought that there was a, a huge failure on Darvin Ham's point in overtime on not insisting that the ball go to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis touched the ball once in OT. That can't happen. Anthony Davis was awesome again. I mean, free throws aside, yeah. but Anthony Davis was awesome again last night. He's been terrific for yeah. a month now. How does your best player, who's having a killer night, yeah. all of a sudden become a, an afterthought and only touch the ball once in a five-minute overtime period? It's inexplicable to me, and I get it. LeBron is LeBron, and Russell Westbrook did have the hot hand for a period of time, but AD has to touch the ball. He has to. And if, if they're not getting the ball, call timeout and fix it. Mm-hmm. Insist that it starts to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I like Darvin Ham. He's a nice guy. He's a, he's a t- you know intimidating, tough guy, all these things. Dude, that's on you mm-hmm. to make sure that that guy gets the ball. That's your job as the coach to say, hey, hold on a second, timeout. This is the man. The reason we're in this game mm-hmm. is because he's killing it. The reason we're doing this is, I get it, Rush. You missed a couple. but the, It's got to go through AD. That has to happen. And okay, it didn't let, me, happen. let me ask you this question. So Lakers played Philly in OT on Friday night. Yes. And AD took one shot in OT. He touched the ball twice. One was just like a dribble handoff. Right. Which it's funny that that's part of the stats. It's like he touched the ball twice. I'm like, yeah, but I could have deflected the ball. Does that count as a, a possession? Okay, so he touched the ball twice. He took one shot. Yesterday you mentioned overtime took one shot. Right? Is that what you, that's, that's what you mentioned? So... This actually I'm a little bit different on. The the Darvin Ham piece of this, I, I hold less on Darvin for yesterday's game. I hold less on Darvin for the game against the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday. Let's do this. When we come back, 
I, I want to make a case that that wasn't on Darvin Ham yesterday. I, I got I got other fingers. I'm ready to point my fingers. You got five in, in fingers. One of them better be many pointed at many him. directions. <laughs> one save one for him because he Where's definitely Pat Bev? gets one. He can Where's the- like everybody gets at least one. Maybe we throw a couple Darvin's way. Maybe that's how we do that. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Thank you, Chris. Do you feel better? That's all I was asking for. We mix some Whitney in here. You're going to go see the Whitney movie? I'm going to shed a tear. <laughs> did you that... see that there's a Whitney movie? Saw it on did TV I last yeah, night. Yeah, I think it I looks um, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. I don't think that they yeah. they put that movie together hoping that I'd go see it, but it's it's out there. I'm going to see it tonight. <laughs> I don't know if it's out yet. It might it's not, not be available yet. yet. It's by the same people who did Bohemian Rhapsody, so if that tells you anything about what the movie's going to look I, like. It was okay. I didn't hate that. I, I, yeah. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't, That's awesome. put it to this way, the second it was over, I'm like, yeah, I don't ever need to see that again. That right. was fine. But, you know. It's awesome that Chris just went out and got that. That's a good pull, Chris. It's Don't worry, I said I have a couple more. Uh, we're going to have sad Whitney songs a couple more times this show. <laughs> uh, it's the only thing I can movie? look forward to. Yeah, Taylor and I already talked about it. What, how are we <laughs> doing this? When you go on your trip to Sacramento, you're going to go, that's what you're going to spend your afternoon no, doing? No, I'm going, remember when his roommates were um, just going at it in the on the front yard? Remember when he said his roommates got in a fight against each other? I don't know if I was here that day. It doesn't no, sound familiar at all. No, I stepped out. That's when uh, Mace was in. He wanted a special factor cap. Yeah, I don't, I don't... Or, hey, did you see it? I gave him a factor cap. Well, you lied to us. You said you're going to listen on your way to the oh, Rams There was game. no chance I was listening to that. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what's just that story? complete silence. Yeah, I think it was. I think I might have done that. Yeah, I believe that. Your roommates got into like a knockdown, drag-out fist fight? Well, there was only but, one... Uh, don't tell them. Just go back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You all right there? You need a glass of water? Uh, yeah. He's I'm emotional. He's emotional. No, it's, it's, yeah, two it's of his roommates got in a fight. Me, okay? uh, two of my roommates are kind of chummy, and uh, you know they hang out, watch Rick and Morty, and uh, smoke you know stuff sometimes. <laughs> and smoke some ganja. I don't know. They like to argue about everything, so they argue about uh, you know the plot of Rick and Morty, politics, yep. you know, important stuff like that. And <laughs> I guess one of them spilled wine, wine on, on the, the other, other guy's shirt. Yeah, it was like an expensive. And the shirt, shirt had a two hundred dollar value. Very expensive shirt. And uh, so he said, "You're going to pay for that shirt, buddy." One way he said, or another, no, I'm not. Pay for it. So yep. yeah, it spilled that onto the lawn, and uh, the guy and they went at it. Yeah, did anybody get bloodied? 
Well, the guy that spilled the wine on the shirt got knocked out. No, knocked, knocked out? Knocked down, rather. Okay, okay. knocked down's much better than knocked out. Knocked I don't, out nobody needs to get knocked out. And they're friends again, so it's all good. I don't think I could do that. I don't think, I mean, look, fights happen. Occasionally stuff escalates to a point where violence occurs. I understand mm-hmm. that, but I don't think I could be friends with somebody after having a fight like that. I don't I don't think I could do it. I don't know if they remember. <laughs> oh, that might help. <laughs> I woke up in the morning no and recollection was like, gosh, my jaw is kind of sore. Anyways, where's the cereal? Why do there's I have on my shirt? Wine and blood on my shirt. Did you have to drag him back into the house, Taylor? Did you just sit there and watch it? So Did you I, I was coming back home from a gig and I, I saw I saw the aftermath of it. And I, I heard that. Were the authorities involved or did they no, get not no. like that? Okay. Come on, bro. That, not okay. in his neighborhood. No. You There's know, no authorities that come. You know what come. they say about snitches, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that we'd get a snitches get stitches line out of you yeah. before uh, 11 o'clock this morning. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised. That Anyways, that, this all goes back to way. Taylor and I watching the Whitney Houston I don't know how together. you got there. How did you get to the- On the way to Sacramento or what are we doing? On the way to Sacramento. Okay. We're going to stop. <laughs> I'm confused. How did we go from the Whitney Houston movie to the fight? I said we're going to watch. I said it's emotional. And then I said because of his roommates, the fight, something along those lines. Go back and listen to the podcast. What do you want me to <laughs> replay the whole story? I was here for this part. I just don't know how we got from one to the next. I don't know either. It's very, very confusing. All right. Why is it not Darvin Ham's fault for telling his team not to give the ball Bro, to the hit best your free player? throws. Well, Hit sure. your free throws. Sure, I, I don't know what you want that, me to tell you, but but don't. There is no after that. Of course, there is. They played in overtime. Yeah, they were. There are certain games you just kind of know. So, just so I'm clear, once overtime happens, the coach is off the clock. He no. doesn't have to do anything. No, anymore. he's not. He's not off the clock. You're not wrong in what you're saying about overtime. My point is, is that there are moments that you have a chance to win the game. You know. You know. How sometimes we talk about this. You know. You talk about uh, Kobe hits and. 18-foot jumper with two seconds left, and that's a wrap. The game is over. Sometimes you talk about somebody hitting a shot, um, a buzzer beater, whatever the case is. Free throws are kind of like that in certain situations. Play, I know we have this. Anthony Davis missed a free throw against the Philadelphia 76ers with the game on the line. Two free throws yesterday against the Boston Celtics game on. Look, look you're... I had a lot of callers calling in yesterday. They were talking about Darvin Ham. I'm not saying Darvin Ham gets a free pass. What I'm saying, when the game is on the line and your best player who shoots 83% from the free throw line has the ball, hit one of the two, misses both, here's his response. You know, for me, you know, you go back to the free throws and Philly, you know, go up one, no timeouts, full court, and then, you know, go up four, you know, two possession games. So, you know, that's what my head is right now. He, he went on and kind of started his whole postgame like, I don't even care what happened after. I missed the free throws with the game on the line. I'm the best player on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Philadelphia 76ers were asking us to win the game. Here's the ball in his hands. He missed clutch free throws, clutch situation. Um, That's the ball game. You could tell AD played 46 minutes yesterday. Brian, I think, played 43, 44 minutes, something along those lines. Mm Mm-hmm. They looked gassed in overtime against Philly. They looked gassed yesterday in overtime against the the Boston Celtics. When you could close it out in regulation, you have to. And I I, I knew it. Once the game went to overtime, Lakers are going to lose this game. Yeah, I mean, the momentum had certainly shifted at that point, and he should make the free throws. You're right about that, that missing the free throws ultimately cost them the opportunity to win it in regulation. Sure, yes to all of that, but... They did have a chance to win the game. They got off to a good start in overtime. And and this is, you know, the coach can't go out there and, you know, elbow in and fan in the basket and all these kind of things. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, but 
There was additional mistakes long after that. Russ kept chacking up terrible shots. After Nobody he else made wanted a couple. to shoot either. I, I get Anthony Davis has been fantastic. He's been MVP level mm-hmm. good for mm-hmm. the, the better part of a month. And I don't know why the head coach is there if not to, hey, guys, hold on a second. I know that this is spiraling out of control. We missed some free throws. The game's getting away from us right now. Hold on. Let's go through Anthony Davis again. I get it. He was gassed. LeBron is gassed. We'll come back to that because I think that's an important part of it too. But you have to take control of your team. I get it. you got a veteran team with Westbrook and LeBron and AD, and these guys have been around a long time. They've seen a lot of NBA basketball. But he's there for a reason, and the reason was right there yesterday. Call timeout, and let's get reset. Let's recalibrate. Let's get back to why we're in this game in the first place. It's because Anthony Davis started doing Anthony Davis things again. And let's get our best player the ball, because I agree with you. He is their best player. Mm -hmm. It's really not even close at this point. LeBron was terrific last night. But this is the reason that we're all of a sudden far more bullish on this team than we were a month ago. It's because of Anthony Davis. He has to have the ball. Can I, can I ask you? Once, he has to have the ball nearly every time. Can I ask you a question on this? I, I just don't understand why he's not responsible for what happened right there. Okay, does does Anthony Davis need... First off, I'm going to play this narrative for you. Hit your free throws, the game is sure. over. Put that to the side, okay? I'm going to play this narrative for you. Tatum comes back, hits a jumper. LeBron now has the ball. I don't know if you saw in that last play, Anthony Davis is basically going up to LeBron to set a screen, they're going to do something, and then just gets the hell out of the way and says, all right, LeBron's going to take the final shot. Do you think Anthony Davis needs a, hey, I have to get um, I have to get a signed letter from Darvin Ham to go demand the of ball? Of course not. He doesn't, right? Right. Part of my frustration, and he had some timeouts. Darvin Ham could have used a timeout on the final possession, okay, and actually ran a play. Um, he could have, like you mentioned in overtime, said to each one of these guys, guys, listen, we got one way we're going to win the game. It's not Russ taking jumpers. Right. And if you saw how far Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart were from Russell Westbrook, fire away, my brother. That's what they were saying, right? I'm not saying that. Darvin Ham should not be running and, and, and calling specific plays for Anthony Davis. But he also doesn't need to go get a approval from no, Darvin Ham. All of the things can I, happen. I find AD guys, kind of, uh, and a lot of these possessions too, kind of getting away from where the action is. For sure. I, I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying that it has to be one or the other, but if the one, if Anthony Davis isn't insisting on it, then that's when you step in. That's when you do it. If he's not going to do it on his own, if he's not going to demand the ball, and by the way, the, the end of the game, I would have rather the ball go to Anthony Davis, but LeBron taking the last, I can live with it, right? It's LeBron James. But you're right, only if though if if option one, do it yourself, isn't happening, if mm-hmm. option two, LeBron giving it to Anthony Davis isn't happening, then option three needs to be the head coach saying, guys, hold on, reset, let's understand why we got here. His idea, his responsibility as the coach is to get guys to play hard, which they do. Yep. His second responsibility as the coach is to take – a broader picture of what's happening and get them back to what they need to be doing in moments where they get away from it. When everything's clicking, like I, he was getting criticized for playing Keeping these guys, the guys so many in. heavy minutes, yeah, and, yeah. and I get it. But his response: Look, I'm running with what's working right now. To, it, that, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, hundred percent. Which okay a lot with of coaches response. don't do that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Look, they're they don't have a lot of options beyond what they had out there. That's last a different night. conversation. That's, that's yeah. a different conversation. I agree with you. But when it's 
Guys are tired. Guys yep. are gassed. And all of a sudden, hey, the reason we're in overtime, globally speaking, is because Anthony Davis is awesome. Why are we not going to Anthony Davis? Guys, let's get the ball back to our best player. And if that's not working, then we can go to the other things. But let's get focused on what we're supposed to do. He didn't do that. So here's why I'm not crazy about your argument. I don't like your argument is because you're saying it about overtime. I think if you said, hey, 340 left in the game, you're up 13. Why did you? That too. I, I think yeah. if, if you isolate, I really do believe this. Sometimes when momentum goes a certain way, I didn't feel like the Lakers were going to know we're going to win an OT. Okay, I didn't. The fact that the game got to OT, but I feel like a lot of the points that you're making make it with three forty sure, left I, in the fourth quarter. Great, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's, but fine, yes, agreed. But same, but you're saying that's it, the same principle, it's the same of idea. It. It's yeah. exactly the same thing. Whether we do it with three minutes left or five minutes left in mm -hmm. overtime, what's the difference? Mm -hmm. The same. The message still needs to be the same. And. Anthony Davis has been so good. He's not going to be that guy, like you're saying, where he's going to jump up and down and stomp his foot. And I don't know why I didn't touch it more than one time. Yeah. He's not going to do that. I get it. It's not in his personality. Then somebody needs to do it for him if because he is their best player. Yep. He is the best option that they have. And I really do believe that had he touched the ball more than one time in overtime, I'm with you, Al, to the point that the momentum had completely swung back the yeah. other way. And the NBA is a lot about momentum, no question about it. But if you call timeout and try to get the momentum back with your best player, that was your best shot to win it, and they didn't do it. Why did Emily have to put the stat up? Do we need to see that? That is a lot of percentage points. 99.3% <laughs> chance of winning that game with just a shade over four minutes left Emily, when they were up 13. It's just the facts, Al. We That's friends. just math, Al. It's just math. <laughs> thought we were friends. Math doesn't Do have any friends. Do you know the friends. Raiders percentage winning that they would have <laughs> at the end of that game? <laughs> it's probably similar. I bet it was higher, actually. Yeah, I bet this it was is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing compared to yeah. that. 99.3%. Okay, I, I got a... I when, wanna, when Westbrook had that dunk, like the, the where they tapped it and he was... Yeah. You know, the you know you're not supposed away. to get up in that area. What area? In just kind of where, you know, we used to sit. You used to sit oh, as yeah, well, yeah. just in the media section. Like celebrate. Yeah, I was ready to take off like my shirt and just start going <laughs> like this. And that was the moment. Because to your point, these games are played with such an incredible amount of momentum and passion that when Russ had that dunk and he's like, yeah, that whole thing, yeah. you're like, okay, this one's over. That was the exclamation point. That was the dagger. That's it. Turn the channel. Go watch Law & Order and fall asleep, right? <laughs> And it didn't happen like that. It, it just, no, it they weren't able to close it. Freaking collapse. And this is something that they do. And this is what we can talk about next, that this is another blown lead against a good team. Their record against good teams is not good at all. And you mentioned it a second ago, heavy, heavy minutes for a guy that is injury prone and another guy that's in his 20th season. How sustainable are both of those things? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Does this bring back fond memories for you, Slee? Yeah, I loved uh, having no sports and doing a show for two and a half hours. Do you ever have sad Whitney Houston? Oh, Whitney's, that's real music. I'll take Whitney any day. This was in Chinatown. I know, but Whitney is like Whitney. Chinatown's a great movie, a classic movie. I saw Chinatown only because of this. I'd never seen it, and I saw it during COVID. We watched a lot during COVID. (laughs) There was a lot of time. (laughs) You had some free time to take in some old movies. By the way, that too, you had no sports at all. So, I mean, there were literally no games to do. So I wouldn't go on till six six o'clock, something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'll just watch every movie that's out there <laughs> you, you, until you, four. You finished Netflix. You went through it all. <laughs> Everything that Netflix has, you'd been through it along the way. Music. We were, we were, t- we were talking about um, scents yesterday, right? Aromas, right. smells that can kind of take you back. Memories. Music can do that too. Does this like trigger a little pandemic PTSD? <laughs> I think we we're all going stir crazy. You know what does it for me? Not a piece of music, but just I hear the name or the thing. Not the was it called the Lion King? What's the, what's the guy that the the crazy guy in Oklahoma that tried Tiger to, King? Tiger King. Yes. Lion King's the Lion Disney King's movie. movie. Yeah, the Lion Tiger King is King. Mufasa. <laughs> yes, my bad. Lion King is Mufasa and Simba. The Tiger King was uh, Cowboy Joe. What was his name? Something. Uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's a. Um, we gotta did, figure it. Oh, I, I saw the whole thing. Yeah, and Joe, was it Joe Exotic? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. And That's what, what it was. Was it Carol? Or am I making Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin. Carol, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. she's yeah, memorializing she songs and stuff. Well, she scared me. We're still looking for the first husband. I know, I know he's kind of just <laughs> not around anymore. Nobody knows where he went. I never said anything. Like if I saw her, I'd say, "Nice to meet <laughs> you." Right, girl, I would say See, nothing else. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> Star Wars reminds me of COVID because I went through the entirety of the Star Wars. Okay, I should do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure not, everybody's I'm not a, got one. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Should I go back, like, start from... It's good. I've seen, like, bits and pieces of movies, but I've never... I never actually dedicated time to Star Wars. Um, and even as a kid, I never did. Is that is that something I should... No? I, if you say I, no, I'm not going I, to. I, I like them, but I don't know if you'll like them or not. They so, put, and to To kind of dip your toe into the pool as an adult in that thing, I think would different. be odd. The, put it to you this way. The only reason I am still in the Star Wars universe is because they grabbed me when I was seven, <laughs> right? So when I was seven and Star Wars came out, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yep. And then Empire and Jedi, I'm like, these are amazing. And then fast forward another 15 or 20 years, and the next one coming, you're like, huh, that wasn't great. <laughs> and and well, then, the prequels and then, weren't that great. Yeah, and then the next generation of three were actually pretty good again. Yeah. Like I, I liked those again, but if I have no I idea said, whether you're liking no, it. No, Star Wars got me when I was forty. Be a little weird. <laughs> be unusual. Be so a little different. I like because I'm a little bit of a nerd, so I really liked going back and watching. It. I just had never had a family that grew up watching it, so that's why I didn't see it until I was what twenty three or whatever. But uh, yeah, you should. I mean, just give it a try. All right, during COVID two, all of Boardwalk Empire, all the Sopranos, and all of the Wire. Yeah. Good choices. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen, I'd seen some episodes of Sopranos, but I actually went back and saw everything. Those are great. Yeah. I, I never saw Boardwalk Empire, never had a chance to see that one, but the really other good. two I've seen multiple times, mm-hmm. like beginning it, they're, you can't watch those no. enough. 
No, you can't watch, can't watch them enough a long way. Ask Ireland is coming up, say, 10 minutes yeah. from right now. Um, I got some very good ones on uh, the Twitter machine, so I'm good to go there. If you want to get in on the phone as well, 877-710-ESPN. Um, you know, the, the Ireland stuff that you would imagine, we're getting some of those, a lot of station questions along the way. I tried to t- to push people off at yeah, the no, past. You don't want Lakers No stuff. Lakers, no yeah. NBA. That's no. you know We can do that anyway. I'll day. ask him. We'll do, <laughs> you can ask him those questions. Hey, John, two minutes left to go. Not two minutes time. left to go, and both of these guys had already played 900 minutes last night. And look, I get it. You're trying to win games. They're 5-15 and 15 against teams with winning records this year. Odds are you're going to play a team with a winning record in the postseason. Sure. Um, so they're not beating the better teams. That goes without saying at 5-15. and 15. The only chance they have to win those games is to play LeBron and AD really heavy minutes. Yep. LeBron is in year 20. We know mm-hmm. that. AD, who looks phenomenal has a history of he gets hurt a lot yeah he just he does that's mm-hmm. just the you know until he doesn't for a long period of time we're going to assume that he might get injured again mm-hmm. this feels very unsustainable to play these guys 40 plus minutes you know in in these biggest games because it's your only chance to win which to bring this all the way back around again i think it makes it more likely that you go make a deal because you're going to have to give these guys some help what they have right now isn't good enough if they're not giving you what they gave you last night and even that wasn't good enough you're not going to beat these good teams so here's here's kind of the question that you have if you're the lakers and i'm with you they they look the there's only so much talent that they have and you can have guys like bron and anthony davis carry you but ultimately you got to have other you got to have depth you got to have other players that you can rely on december 15th obviously just around the corner and the names that have been thrown around in the past was Patrick Beverly, not because of who he is today, but because of the dollar amount that's associated with him, and Kendrick Nunn. You can get about a $20 million player with those those two guys. The question just comes down to all these other teams know that you need another player. So just what are you willing to give up in draft compensation? And it listen, if you're using those two players, you're not giving up two first-rounders, so you don't have to worry about that. The question actually becomes... It's a first-rounder, but is it unprotected? Um, Or is it two second-rounders, but you can go out and get... I'm going to use one player, and I'm sure you didn't watch a game, but I'm going to just give it to you. Bogdanovich, Boyan Bogdanovich on Sunday. Sure. Had 25 points in just the third quarter against the Lakers. He's not... I'm not telling you go run a franchise around him. The guy can hit buckets. Right. There's some things that comes with his contract that are in favor of the Pistons. They're like, okay, cool, so we can get rid of his contract. He's guaranteed money next year and the following year, but that's a team option. But if Bogdanovich was on the Lakers, you probably don't have to play Anthony Davis 46 minutes. If Bogdanovich was on the Lakers, then you could, in theory, have stretches of the game where you're not just dependent on LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I think it does go to your point. Yesterday was a perfect example of that. Yesterday was so much from those guys. Yesterday was Lonnie Walker didn't give you much yesterday. Dennis Schroeder didn't give you much yesterday. Austin Reeves, Troy Brown Jr. These guys are they're they're nice role players, Trav. But you know what? They're not they're not supposed to be the third or fourth best player on your team. Russ last night, he does a lot of different things. He was seven of nineteen from the field. Okay. Braun missed eleven shots yesterday. He and was great some, and took some bad ones. Eight of those misses were threes. I you know. Because he's 
he's gassed. I, you know, <laughs> no. what What do you do if you go play at a gym tomorrow and you get tired? Are you saying, well, I'm going to drive the ball to the rack? No, you're like, I'm going to sit here 22 <laughs> feet away from the basket and take a jumper. So I, I'm with you where, where you're falling there. It's what are they going to do now? Because clearly, AD and Braun can have great games. Yeah. yeah. You can still lose. And, and you, it's you a need weird some spot. help. It's you a need super some help. weird spot because that's a great way to put it. LeBron James and Anthony Davis can be terrific and you can still lose. So just hoping that those guys are good enough to get you over the top, probably not. Yeah. Right? They, they, they're going to keep you close. It's going to be fun. This is far more fun than I thought we were going to have at any point this season. Mm. It really is. That I thought with 2 and 10, that, oh boy. That is, is this is this going to be a 23-24 win team? Like, Well, that's it, why you were making the case of like, hey, I, just I don't think let, there's any future let here. Let the yeah. clock expire and mm-hmm. let's just move it. It's far more entertaining than that, which is good news. But what do you get is the first. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich is an interesting. That That's kind of exactly what Just using mean. an example because his name has been It depends rumored. on the price. It depends on how many picks and which picks and all of these other things. Because... Even with that, you're kind of now you're in the middle, maybe slightly below the middle. And right now, there's still the bar. I know Barkley did his whole thing last night where why are we talking about the 12th seed in the Western Conference? We never talk about the Wizards in the East, the blah, blah. He did the Barkley. It was funny, but it was, it, we've heard it before, right? Um, but this was, this is a really weird spot because they're better than I think almost anybody would have thought they would be, hmm. only they're not. It's really good. It's it's a weird spot. Like, how much do you fix the car that's depreciating in value? It's kind of expensive to fix it, but if we do fix it, it might run for another year or two. It's just it's a weird. It's a I like weird, that analogy. It's a weird like deal. Analogy. Like, how much more money do we spend on something that yeah. I don't know how much longer it's going to last anyway? And that's where they are, and that's where the decisions get really tough, and you need to be an expert in these things. Hmm. Well, listen, and there's still a lot of layers to this Lakers, and we, we could get into it down the road. We got a lot of other stuff coming up. Correa, we obviously got to talk about going to the Giants. Ireland coming up next. We're going to do a little uh, Ask Ireland. But later in the show, you know, you had mentioned something. This was before they started the road trip, that six-game road trip. And you said that you had just as much interest of seeing how they're playing in these games and the actual result. LeBron feels differently. And wanna, we'll do it later. And I, I'm more what with does him. He know? I'm more, <laughs> what does LeBron James know about by the basketball? Way, by the way, I love the like, – it was Dan Weike the other times. You can't even get the question out, and LeBron's like, no, that ain't going to I'm on Dan's side. I thought it was a good question. Good question, Dan. Keep firing. Ask Ireland. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking 
big splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so Wednesdays have gone from Ask Slee to Ask Somebody Else here at the station. We've done Bergman, we've done Momo, and today is none other than Ask John Ireland. Ireland, thanks for uh, for playing along today. How are you feeling this morning? Uh, good. I'm kind of like Slee. I feel like I rode a roller coaster all night, yeah. but uh, it was a really fun game. I just wish they would have won it. Yeah, it would it would have been better. It would have been more fun. Make a fo- couple of free throws. We'll talk about it when you come in for a super crosstalk. But but more importantly, we have questions about you and what you'd want to do here at the station. Um, let's start with Era, who writes Ireland. If you had to swap lives with another seven ten ESPN on air host, who would it be and why? And he gives you choices between Sedano and Cap, Slew and myself, or Mason. You have to switch lives with one of us. Who do you want and why? Well, Trav, I think you probably know it's you. I had a feeling uh, you're the you're the close. Yeah, you're the closest one to me. I mean, uh, your relationship with Susan is a lot like mine with Lisa. If we get a spare five hour block, we're golfing. I uh, I'm kind of set in my ways. I don't like to do what I don't want to do. Uh, it would be you. <laughs> yeah, but if you go Mason, you're kicking back, you're relaxing, you're you know maybe enjoying some ganja a little bit later in the day. It's not a bad life uh, well, either, John. Here's two things about that. Number one. Uh, I'm not a weed guy. Never have been. Don't. Uh, Mason, Mason is. I don't think Mason has gone a day without weed in probably five years. Um, so that disqualifies him immediately. And Mason will tell you this himself. He's miserable half the time. I mean, he, he's oh, he's openly talked about how the fact that he's bipolar, which by definition means half the time he's miserable. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm happy. It takes a lot to get me off the axis. So, uh, and, and Trav, I sense that with you. You, you, you know, most of the time you're most. in a good mood and yes. you're happy. I'm going into that boat. I, okay, so let me just put the, one, one quick thing in there. I like you through high school, through college, through almost my entire adulthood. Was not a weed guy until maybe two years or so ago. Just saying, John, you and I like <laughs> well, a lot of the same things. Good morning, buddy. We like a lot of the same things. I'm just saying it may be something you might want to kick the tires on. Well, I will I will admit to this. I've talked about this on our show. I'm using it. James Worthy and Scott Kaplan both gave me stuff. They, they heard me talking about how I don't sleep great, and they both gave me gummies to help me sleep. Worthy mm-hmm. actually gave me a tincture oh, of yeah. these drops, and, and it's it's completely gotten me off of Ambien. Yes. So I, I, mm. I guess in that sense, I am part of the weed crowd. This, I just don't this, smoke anything. This is weird, John, because that's exactly how I got started. Oh, you guys are literally <laughs> twins here. That is it's just like best friends. We'll, we'll leave it right there. We'll move on to the next one. This is from um, Burned, and it says, John, you've been running Mesa. Have you been running up Mesa's tab on Grubhub while you've had control? If not, get on it. Have you ordered yourself anything from his account? You know, and I didn't even think of it until just now. I'm an idiot. I never <laughs> thought of that. I, I just, I could have totally done that. And I don't think he would have checked I was it. just going to say, do you think Mason would notice? I mean, you could order whatever you want. Do you think Mason's looking at that bank statement every uh, every month? Well, don't you get an email or a text from Grubhub whenever you act? I mean, I could change the delivery address. Yes. And send, have it sent here. Could I change the contact number? Probably. I mean, you have you have the keys to the car. You could make it whatever you want. I think. Well, he's probably changed it back now because he finally figured it out. It took him a month to figure out what I changed it to. 
I changed his password to his favorite movie, Chinatown, but he couldn't figure it out. He took like a month to, to, to figure that out. Uh, he thought it was like, but I, I, God, that what's the name of that of, of the guy who asked the question? Well, I, I'll, I'll tag you in it, and because I can't read it on the yeah. air, I kind of cleaned it up a little bit. It's uh, oh, burned okay. has it has the word burned in the uh, Twitter handle. Well, burned. I didn't think of it. You did. Uh, kudos to you. I'm mad. I didn't think of it first. John is getting Mastros five days a week. <laughs> He's just getting. Cream of the crop bottles of wine delivered to his door. Screaming Eagle and Mastro's to the front door every single night. By, by, by the way, Flea, the word you're looking for is Nobu. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, is, your, that, that is your place. 805 Raider. Yo, Ireland, if you had to pick one of your radio co-hosts to travel across the country in an RV, Mason or Michael Thompson? Michael. Uh, Michael's the most interesting guy in America. He, uh, 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 but my, the, I've often said this, the funnest part of my Laker job is that I get to do it with him. Michael's a great guy. He's super eccentric. He's a little out there, but I like that. He's a little bit weird. And then, you know, again, with Mason, you have to manage his moods. So Michael's always in a good mood. That that's an easy one. I would go with Michael. All right, here's another one. He's got the travel experience with him already, right? They're already traveling everywhere together. Yeah, but RV is a little different than chartered aircraft. (laughs) That's that's a slightly different traveling. You guys are sleeping in the RV and everything else, John. It it may be a little bit of a different ride. Yeah, that's okay. uh, The the only thing we would argue over is the temperature of the RV. (laughs) Michael keeps his hotel room at about 85 degrees, and I'm at about 65 so we'd have to meet in the middle, I think. Uh, Michael has yeah, uh, got a tropical uh, environment in his hotel room. Do you have a favorite dad phrase? For instance, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Hashtag Ask Ireland. Do I, okay, do I have a dad phrase? Um, well, the one my parents used to use on me, I hear myself using it on Jack now, is he'll say, hey, can I go do blank? And I'll say, no, that's a terrible idea. And he'll go, but all these guys are doing it. And my dad used to say, if they all jumped off a cliff, would you do it? And when I repeated it, I went, oh, God, I've become my dad. I'm like that guy in the commercial, Rick. You know, I've become, I've become my parents. Um, so that would be that's the one that pops into my head. Do, do you do this one, too? Because I found, and, I, and I, as it comes out of my mouth, I hate it, but I do it anyway. It, the, the Because it's my house and I said so, have you tried that one yet? <laughs> No, no, but in your honor, I'll break it out this week. <laughs> it's it's oddly satisfying, and it's also the world's worst answer, but uh, it, it does at least end the argument for a few seconds. <laughs> As I said so. All right, John, I got one for oh, you. That's great. I got one for you, and there's obviously no wrong answer yeah. here, but in your position yeah. and just legendary of all legendary, you could spend a day with Vin Scully or Chick Hearn. Who are you spending your day with? Chick, but it's close. I mean, Vin, Vin is the uh, the all time great storyteller. I'm just I'm I I worship the altar of Chick Hearn. Mm. He uh, he's the best basketball announcer who ever lived. I tell people Slee all the time. If you're a, a Laker fan, a basketball fan, if you're fans of Michael and I, um, if you want to hear what it sounds like, what what radio play by play perfection sounds like, particularly if you're younger and you've never heard Chick do a game. Just go into YouTube and type Chick Hearn into the search window. And if you're anything like me, you'll be there for four hours because <laughs> uh, there's just all these great calls that Chick had. There'll never be another one. I, I, 
it's almost impossible silly, for me to describe how good Chick was as an announcer oh, yeah. without having you go listen to him first. Um, if just and you know it, it blows me away that Chick's last game was in 2002, 20 years ago. Wow. So really, if you're under the age of 27, hmm. 28, hmm. you probably never have heard Chick do a game. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube. Type Chick Kern into the search window, and you'll go, oh, my God. It, it, it's, like, it, it's like this guy was created by God to announce basketball. <laughs> He's unbelievable. He really is. Uh, and, and, again, it's hard for me to sell this without you guys hearing it, but for you younger people, if you're under the age of 30, and you didn't get to hear Chick call games, uh, he's the best basketball announcer who ever lived, and it's not close. That's a great answer. All right, two quick ones here, John. This one is um, from Shane, and Shane writes, what is the worst fantasy football punishment you've ever seen for the loser of a league? Standing on a street corner with a sign, play golf in a dress. I need some new, fresh ideas for our league to vote on. Hashtag Ask Ireland. So there's this league that John Hamm, the actor, was in, and I, I think Jimmy Kimmel and Bill Simmons might have been in it, too. Um, and this is the, okay, so it's a 12-team league. And it's, this isn't exactly a punishment, but it's, it's a, a tweak that I, w- I wish we would do to our league because it's so infuriating. It's a 12-team league. They invite 13 people to the draft. Then they take one name out of a hat. And if your name comes up, you're out of the league for a year. Ooh. So you would prepare, you'd do all your homework, you'd be ready, you, you, you know what your draft position is, everything's all set. For and nothing. And if your name is that, <laughs> you're completely booted. And the, the, they, they videotape it, and the one I saw, John Hamm's name came out of the hat, and he was so pissed. <laughs> you could tell that he had gone out of his way to, like, free up his schedule and he was in between gigs and he gets to the draft. He's really excited to see everybody. <laughs> and they pull his name out of the hat. And without saying a word, he just storms out of the room. <laughs> awesome. All right. One more quick one here uh, before we let you go. A little ask Ireland today. Yeah. Since you like money dares, how much would it take for you to have dinner in bed for a year like Mason? Wow. That is a good question. I would be miserable because I'm I'm kind of a germaphobe and a neat freak. So every like if I would spill anything, I would immediately have to throw the sheets into the wash. <laughs> I for a year, I'm not grand. doing that for anything less than a. No, 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 more than that. I I'm I'm 100. thinking half a million. Oh, half a million. Okay, the man. Five hundred grand. I will eat dinner in bed every night for a year, <laughs> and then. Uh, and then as soon as that dare is over, I will take the 500000 and look for a new wife because Lisa would have divorced me. <laughs> and burn, and your burn the, the mattress. <laughs> burn yeah. the sheets and the bed and, to the and, ground. And remarried somebody, remarried somebody who didn't eat dinner in bed every day for a year. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. All right, boy. See you in a couple hours. You All got right. it. You got it. The answer on Chick was great. It, it, I had not, I've never thought of it like that. It's been 20 years. Yeah, I did. if you're 30 years old, you probably never heard him call a game. That's really interesting to think about it quite like that. All right, um, baseball has – everybody in baseball has lost their damn minds except for the Dodgers. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.